With Dunkin' Go-To's, you can get a great deal on two of your favorites, like two egg and cheese wraps for $2, two bagels with cream cheese spread for $4, and two bacon, egg, and cheese croissants for $5. In my opinion, it's a deal that's pretty tough to beat. That's just if you want my go-to sense. If you don't want my go-to sense, it's go-to-late. Dunkin' Go-To's, a great deal for 2 4 or $5. America runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply. You love to fight with something to eat. Sometimes the savory, sometimes the sweet. Sit, sit, situation. Watch us take it on. Ho, 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 everybody. Merry Christmas. It's Christmas now. Welcome to Snack Situation. It's the podcast where I, Chris Sims, and my very, very good friend, the the present to my coal, Mr. Matt Wilson, we eat snacks and we rank them and we talk about them, and you pay us to do this. Chris, based on our personalities, you know I'm Cole, baby. I didn't want to be me. <laughs> but yes, you are, you are, here's the thing. I'm a heat miser, you're a snow miser. Accurate. Accurate. But I don't know if there are any other Christmas characters that fit us. Like, are you're kind of a Hermie if I'm a Rudolph. Hi, welcome to this Subway ad for the new Chibata collection. How do you want it? Ooh, I'll take the slam poetry. Sure. <clears throat> Italian ciabatta with fresh mozzarella. When hunger reigns, you're my flavor umbrella. Tasty garlic steak and provolone. With you, my taste buds are never alone. Savory chicken pesto. You have my affection. For you complete the ciabatta collection. Thank you. Get them before they're gone at Subway. Limited time only at participating restaurants. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I, you know, which, just... which toy from the Island of Misfit Toys are we? That's the big question. Uh, I'm probably that doll that's got depression. I thought you would be... Uh, well, he's not, he's not from the Island of uh, Misfit Toys. The Yukon Cornelius. Yukon Cornelius, yeah. He's from, yeah. He's from OG Rudolph. Yeah. I love him. I have an ornament of him on my tree. He's great. Yeah. You're, are you a Charlie in the box, Matt? Is that what you're telling me? You're a ghost of Christmas present. That much I know. Yes, because I do age rapidly once <laughs> as the day approaches. I think I might be Jacob Marley. Ooh, that's pretty I'm, good. I'm not ghost of Christmas past. And I'm, no, not, you're not. I'm not spooky like the ghost of Christmas yet to come. Yeah. It's, but who's our Scrooge in that case? Uh, Benito Serino. I don't know. No, he's, he loves Christmas. Yeah, you know that he's anything but a Scrooge. Yeah, I think if I am one of those ghosts, I'm I'm Jacob Marley. I'm the one who's like, hey, be careful! <laughs> don't do what I did. Uh, look out! Look out, everybody! Because Matt Wilson is wearing the chains he forged in life. That's right. I. I I am known to wear a chain. Who do we know who doesn't like Christmas? I get texts from Jay Edidin, because Jay's not a, a Christmas guy. And and I get texts about teaching him how to love Christmas. But, but I don't feel like you and I are up for the job. No. Also, yeah, I, I don't know that that's a one-for-one one with Scrooge. We'll, we'll have to do more work to figure this out, because we're doing... Two holiday-themed snack situation specials, one for November, this is that one, and one for December, and both of them are going to be featuring snack cakes and other novelties from McKee Foods, based in Collegedale, Tennessee. I used to cover them in my old job as a reporter. That's close enough that we could go there. I've been there. I mean, we could go there. Like, we could be doing this live at Small Deborah's house right yeah, now. It's right next to Southern Adventist University. <laughs> the makers of Little Debbie Snack Cakes, they're going to be listening to this and rejoicing because we are trying every dadgum Little Debbie Snack Cake we could get our hands on. And Chris, much like I had some difficulty with the Halloween snacks that we did back in October... You 
really made a Herculean effort to get these little Debbie snacks. Yeah, do you want to hear some grinchity bullshit? Rare from you. L- let's hear it. Yeah, this is some this is some someone is out there trying to steal my Christmas here in the triangle because I have a very incomplete set of small Debbies. I could find two kinds of Christmas tree cakes pretty much everywhere I want. The brownies were not difficult to put my hands on. Chocolate Christmas tree cakes and some of the things that we're going to be talking about in our next episode were impossible. I do not have eggnog rolls. I do not have I, I do I, I do not have Christmas tree shaped brownies. Impossible. I, I know where you can find that stuff. There is a little Debbie snack locator on the internet hosted by McKee Foods. There is a food line on Main Street in Durham that has everything. I would have to drive past five grocery stores to get to that food line. That is not a joke. That's a shoot. Brother, if you want those eggnog rolls, that's the way it's going to have to go. Matt, do you know how many stores I went to to get this Christmas bounty that I that I got today? Four or five? Four! Yeah. Four stores! I went to a food line, a Harris Teeter, a Target, and a Dollar General to lay my hands on these. I went to one Ingalls, and they had everything. The Ingalls by my house, shout out. Shout out to that- you. What, see that makes me mad because because Ingalls is a Western North Carolina chain. Yes, based we don't here, have them out here. Based here in Asheville, in fact. Like maybe I could have gone to Lowe's Foods, but Lowe's Foods—that's all local stuff. Well, hopefully, we'll have everything for next next episode. By the time that episode rolls around, what there is a bright doing... side to to my journey. Okay, okay. Um, the farmers market was closed. This uh, past Saturday, which is weird because it was Small Business Saturday. I hope you all went out and supported small businesses. Uh, But it was also the weekend of Thanksgiving. So, you know. Uh, But I get coffee at the farmer's market from uh, Caballo Rojo Coffee, which is excellent locally roasted coffee. And that has turned me into a snob. Like, I drank chock full of nuts for about three years. But now that I have, like, good coffee, I can't go back. Like, I can't even, like, even equal exchange is, like, a big step down. Uh, so I have been out of good coffee. Yesterday, it was, like, 6.20 p.m., and I was like, why am I yawning? Why am I so tired? Oh, because it's the first day in two months where I haven't had a pot of coffee to drink in the morning. So fortunately, I was able to get some of the good coffee, in this case, Counterculture, Big Trouble, which is locally roasted here in the Triangle. So I, after yesterday, Matt, I'm on my third cup. What's up, buddy? Oh man, you! I'm I with the addition of the sugar of these cakes. I'm wondering if it's just going to be mile a minute talk by the end of this. I am prepared to see God. Let's let's see what happens. I, again, McKee Foods right next to Southern Adventist University. What we, we have? Go. We could. My go. December's pretty open, Matt. We could go. What we have here is an array. Of four different Christmas tree-shaped snack foods. We have three Christmas tree cakes. Vanilla. Chocolate. The brand new holiday spice. Mm -hmm. Also, Christmas tree brownies. Mm -hmm. We're going to be trying all four of those. Before we get to that, though, Chris, I want to discuss something. I want to discuss the packaging on these. Okay. Because I find it fascinating. Are you talking about like how much I love it? Because it's uh, got my favorite guy? It's got your favorite guy, Santa Claus, on it. Uh-huh. You spell it S-A-N-T-A-C-L-A-U-S. Hooray for Santa Claus. But what what I want to talk about is how much promotion for other little Debbie products there are on these packages. Yeah, it's it's weird that we've got also what are clearly three different Santas. You weren't able to find Christmas tree brownies. You're gonna use a substitute that we're also gonna try next week or next uh-huh. on next episode. Well, they, the Christmas tree brownies have the same picture as the classic vanilla Christmas tree cakes. It is Santa Claus with a glass of milk. Mm-hmm. It's kind of an older avuncular Santa Claus. No, that's the one I've got on holiday spice. 
He's not wearing a hat. He's not wearing a hat. He's got the glass of milk. He's got the glass of milk. You've got that one on Holiday Spice? I have that one on Holiday Spice. Okay, these these must be switched around then. Um, okay, they must print different ones on, on each of the boxes, which is nice. You can collect all the Santas. He is eating a Little Debbie oatmeal cream pie. And on the, Christmas, the Holiday Spice Christmas tree cake box that I have, there is just a straight-up oatmeal cream pies box opened. Yep. Which I find to be some real product shilling. It's it's well, here's the thing. If you look close, Matt, it's next to him on a table, and someone has opened up a box of oatmeal cream pies and laid them on a plate, and there's a note underneath it that's for Santa. Correct. So this is Santa taking a little break from delivering toys to all the good boys and girls and sitting down and just enjoying his favorite treat, a little Debbie oatmeal cream pie. What I have on the vanilla Christmas tree cakes is a more classic Santa Claus, large jovial. Large. That's that's my size. If anyone is gonna buy me a shirt for Christmas, <laughs> I wear a, I wear a large jovial, large semicolon jovial, holding two presents, and that's just a picture of Santa. No product promotion going on there. Yeah, that's the one I've got on the vanillas. This looks like I would describe this Santa Claus as a Coca-Cola Santa Claus. Classic red and white Coca-Cola Santa Claus. The one on the chocolate Christmas tree cakes is wild. This is the one I really wanted to point out. <laughs> Again, a sort of Coca-Cola style Santa Claus. Beard, the art makes the beard less fluffy. It's uh, a little more solid. Mm -hmm. Much the same color and shape as the white fringe on his hat and sleeves. He has a bag. In that bag is one drum, one child's doll, and a bunch of little Debbie boxes. He's, he's bringing those small Debras. He's got oatmeal cream pies, chocolate cupcakes. I believe that's a box of Nutty Bars. That is a box of Nutty Bars. Turtle bread and possibly Swiss cake rolls. Those are Swiss rolls, yeah. Like, this Santa is a little Debbie man. Yeah. Because honestly, who wouldn't love to wake up on Christmas morning and you go down and get your stocking and that, that bad boy has a whole dang box of Hostess cupcakes? All for also, you. Also worth noting, there are three registered trademark symbols. <laughs> no, four. Four registered trademark symbols on this box. Uh-huh. There is one next to the art of Little Debbie. Uh-huh. There is one next to the logo for Little Debbie. Mm-hmm. There is one next to the phrase Christmas tree cakes. Yep, right there on Santa's wrist. There is also one next to the photo of the Christmas tree cake. Yeah, it's a copyrighted design, man. Register trademark. Yeah, you don't want Hostess coming in here. Hostess, by the way, is a vampire. Like, as a corporation. If corporations well, can be people, they can also be vampires. Hostess is a vampire. Hostess it, resurrected itself from the dead. It was raised from the dead, yes. Yeah. Just so you know. Do you remember when that happened? Have we talked about this on the show where that happened? And then within an hour, there was a station wagon parked. It Like, this was down in Sumter, South Carolina. Uh, there was a station wagon parked in the empty lot across from the Walmart, propped open with a sign that just said Twinkies $5. <laughs> I remember other companies tried to make Twinkies when Hostess was briefly dead. Mm-hmm. That was a thing. And then Hostess, yes, somehow revived itself from the dead. Um, yeah, if Hostess tries to make these Christmas tree cakes, they're going to court. Yeah. M McKee Foods in Collegedale, Tennessee? They're taking them to court. Formerly of Charlotte, woo, North Carolina. All right. So here's what we're going to do, Chris. Mm -hmm. We're going to try these Christmas tree cakes. I want to start with a baseline. Okay. Which one do you which one do you want to start with? Vanilla. 
do we have like here's the thing about vanilla i know it's fucking great sure that's it's why my I wanna favorite s- i want to start with a baseline okay I I will never buy the chocolate Christmas tree cakes. I would probably be tempted by the chocolate or by the holiday spice cakes because I am a victim of novelty. I love novelty foods. You know this. It's part of the reason we do this show. Uh, but I will throw down before Thanksgiving. I have bought two boxes of vanilla Christmas tree cakes, Matt. Now um, I want to describe the cake. There will be photos on the. Snacks on the Movie Fighters Tumblr. Yeah, I have a really good uh, photo setup coming soon for these. But there will be photos. I've already taken photos of the boxes and the cakes and the wrappers. But I just want to describe it real quick. It's lovely. It's it's copyrighted, so don't go too hard. In a an evergreen tree shape, large trunk, thick trunk, thick with two C's, thick trunk, thicker than your average Christmas tree trunk. Uh, covered in white frosting with red stripes and a little green sprinkling of crystallized sugar. It's weird because it looks like it's a white tree sprinkled with green snow. It is a little what you might call counterintuitive. Yeah. You might expect this to be a green presentation with white sugar on it, but I am going to go ahead and say... Of all of these, spoiler, the vanilla tree is the most pleasing to look at. It is aesthetically very pleasing because there is a green tree, and that is the brownie. Correct. The brownie is a green tree, which doesn't – like it doesn't look as Christmassy. The brownie is a bit of a trick, and we'll get to that in a minute. But mm. uh, let's try this vanilla cake. All right. I'll pop this bad boy open. 10 out of 10, baby. Question. Do you go from the top of the tree? I hold it by the trunk and I eat the top. I, I think that's I the only down. that's the only way to eat it. Yeah, I feel like doing it the other way around is madness. If I saw someone doing that, I would call the police. This is delicious. It's so good. This is what Christmas tastes like. That's fantastic. This is like we're gonna rank these on the list. This is like shooting for the top for me. So good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sometimes because they're in the store all the time, you know, except for these. And because, you know, it's just a normal part of life. I feel like I don't adequately appreciate Little Debbie. Yeah, they're good. That's so good. Mm. I think some of the regular Little Debbie stuff, like oatmeal cream pies, Nutty bars, Swiss rolls. They're good, but like not superlative. Yeah, I will say, I do think oatmeal cream pies are a little underrated. Like if I did get oatmeal cream pies for Christmas, I would be way more excited than than you think I would be. But I'm not going to sit there and eat a box of Swiss rolls. Swiss rolls, eh. Nutty bars, eh, they're a fine candy bar. They're fine. Christmas tree cakes, mmm. Why don't they sell some kind of vanilla cake like this year-round? Okay, here's the trick. They do them for other holidays. Right. So, like, you can get, like, a 4th of July tree cake. Like, it's like a summer camp tree. And it's got, like, I think that one might have green icing. But, like, it doesn't, there's something about it. It doesn't have the aesthetics, the beauty, the spirit of Christmas. I feel like this is the best thing Little Debbie makes. This should be available at all times. I think, but I think part of it is they're special because they only come out at a certain time of year. Yeah, yeah. All right, Chris. Here's where I think we we should go next. Brownie. Okay. All right. Now, as I previously mentioned, uh, I do not have the Christmas tree shaped brownie. But fortunately, it is functionally identical to the brownie I do have, which is the uh, bum ba bum ba bum ba bum ba bum ba 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 bum Santa brownie. That was lovely, Thank and you. I enjoyed it so much. I'm we are officially that. trying the Santa brownies next episode. Yeah, but, but they are the exact same item. We can, we're going to go ahead and say they're the same. 
Here's why I think the Christmas tree brownies are a scam. Mm-hmm. On the box, the Christmas tree brownies are shown completely covered in lights. Mm-hmm. In practice, when you reach in there and pull out the little individually wrapped tree, mm-hmm. there are huge areas of no lights mm. on this brownie. Here's, I, I think the question that that we are going to be unable to answer. Well, you'll be able to answer it, but like, what tastes better, a Santa Claus or Christmas tree? My feeling would be Santa Claus. Uh, the Santa Claus one does not have these like big lumps of frosting that are sig- signifying lights. Mm-hmm. So I, I will I will be able to answer that question when the time comes. Uh, here's the here's the first thing you notice about the Little Debbie Brownies. All right, here. Sound comparison. All right, this is an audio medium, so you're going to get a sound comparison. This is me dropping a Christmas tree cake on my desk from a height of about one foot. Okay? Solid. Solid sound. This is the sound of me dropping a Santa brownie. Slip the sable under the tree. Uh, from the same height. Do you hear that difference? It's a thick brownie. It's dense. Yeah, I just to look at the kind of cross-section of the brownie, and I may take a picture of this, it looks underdone. Yeah, it is a it is by necessity as a brownie that is sold like a packaged brownie, not I'm just gonna say not what you want from a brownie, right? Also not pleasant to hold. A little slimy. Yeah, I haven't even unwrapped mine yet, but it is it's dense. It's like you could skip this across a river if you I, wanted to. I ate a good many Little Debbie brownies in my middle school days because they were readily available in the one snack machine in my middle school. Mm-hmm. And so I, I know the taste of these pretty well. The only addition of the Christmas tree brownie is the green frosting on the top and the little candy lights. Uh, also... A little unappealing is that the green frosting goes all the way to the bottom of the trunk when it should stop. Yeah, um, the the Santa one that I'm looking at, like the there actually is a very attractive icing placement on the beard area. Well, let's let's describe that. Okay, we'll we'll wait on that next one. episode when we're more into Santa brownies. But let's let's take a bite of brownie here. Okay, here we go. That's thick. It's fine. It's a damn slab of brownie. Compared to the Christmas tree cake, no contest. Yeah, the Christmas tree cake is light and fluffy. This is just, it's dense. It's so dense. It's dense. It, it's not a bad flavor, but it's not much of a flavor. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, this is this is a candy bar, is what this is. Of of sorts, it's it's a a cakey candy bar. It's so easy to make a brownie that's ten times better mm-hmm. yourself with a, a mix that you can buy off the shelf. That's the yeah. problem with these. Um, so let's let's pivot to another chocolatey con- confection. Right, I'm a, I'm gonna leave a bite of this one for Elijah. I think. Okay. Let's pivot to the chocolate Christmas tree cakes. I will also say this, uh, the regular straight-up vanilla Christmas tree cake, beautiful with a cup of coffee. Just just pairs so nice. The brownie, not so much. All right, here we go. Chocolate Christmas tree cake. This is a brown tree with white stripes on it. And not nearly as much additional color. We do not have the sprinkling of sugar on this. We just have a few little bits of green and red frosting. Yeah, well, it's got it's got jimmies. It's sprinkles, right? Yeah, they're, they're sprinkles instead of crystallized big hunks of sugar. Yeah, it's a completely it's a completely different organism. Uh, also, my package has a maze on the back, whereas I think everything else has cards. Oh no, the holiday spice has a maze. Yeah, some of them have two from cards, and some of them have mazes. Yeah. All right, so here we go. Here we go. Chocolate Christmas tree cake. 
Because you, this is a brownie. This is so much more like a brownie than the actual brownie is. It tastes good. I might, it's good. I'm going to make what might be a controversial plea here, though. Okay. Or a hot take. Too much chocolate. Mm. Can I also make what might be a hot take controversial statement? Sure. Chocolate's not Christmassy. What about hot chocolate? Hot hot cocoa is Christmassy. But like, and obviously, look, I, I do have a Reese's Christmas tree on my desk right now. In front of me. If, we, if I wanted to switch out for another tree-shaped candy. Confection. Holiday treat. But chocolate is kind of, in, like, is not inherently Christmassy. You have to make it Christmassy. And... Like peppermint bark with chocolate in it or something like, like that? Like peppermint bark. Or or by, you know, like, like hot cocoa is something that kind of is... You're, you're not going to have a hot cocoa on the 4th of July. You can have a hot coffee. But you're not going to drink, like, a hot cocoa on 4th of July night, right? Like, it's out of season. Yeah. You want a hot cocoa in the wintertime. Chocolate, maybe because it is so widely available at any time of year, is not Christmassy. You have to, without addition, and this is just, like, Christmas-shaped chocolate. Doesn't, doesn't, cut, the, doesn't cut the mustard. Here's what I would say about this. Mm-hmm. The the white stripes on the outside of the tree, purely aesthetic, right? Mm-hmm. This would do a lot better, because what you've got is chocolate frosting on the outside, chocolate cake on the inside, and mm-hmm. a layer in the middle of more chocolate frosting. Yeah. One of those things should be vanilla. Vanilla frosting on the inside would change the game on this thing. It would change the game completely. Because you and know what that is? That's the cut. That's the ho- that's the, ho- the little dubby cupcake. That's a cup. That's the host's cupcake. Yes. That's the that's the the formula for success. But also, I think it could work if the cake on the inside, instead of being chocolate cake, was yellow or white cake. I think Oops. it would need to be. I think if they're going to market it as chocolate Christmas tree cakes, the cake needs to be chocolate. I, I would agree with that. I'm saying develop a third way where it's like – call it like a black and white Christmas tree cake mm-hmm. where you've got chocolate frosting, yellow cake. I, I just – like why would you even make the brownie when you have this? And why would you make this when the vanilla cake is so markedly superior? Because people love chocolate, Chris. People do love chocolate, but you can get chocolate whenever. You can literally get this. This is, I mean, this is functionally a worse Swiss cake roll, right? You can get that anytime, anytime you want. Chris, do you mind if I go heel for a second? Matt, I wish you would, buddy. You people, you people... I've been shitting on vanilla for years, decades, centuries. Vanilla became a synonym for bland. So when you go to the store, when you hit that snack cake aisle, you're reaching for chocolate cakes. You say, chocolate's the only good thing. It's the only good flavor. It's what I eat on ice cream. It's what I eat when I get a donut. It's what I eat all the time for dessert. You should be reaching for those vanilla cakes, but you've been talking shit about vanilla for so long that you reach for those chocolates. So, Little Debbie, McKee Foods, those wonderful makers of snacks, they feel like they have to make the chocolatiest confections that they have available. Because of you people who don't understand that vanilla is subtle and beautiful. It's your fault. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to apologize for that classless language. You said you said an S word, Matt. I did. Um, but here, here's the deal. 
Yeah, but but look for like, for, like all heels. Yeah. There is a truth to what, like there all great heels, there is a truth to what you're saying, <laughs> yeah. which is the only people who got it right are the bare naked ladies when they said vanilla is the finest of the flavors, because <laughs> that is the truth. For a long time, I have been a proponent of cake that is not all chocolate. Don't go for chocolate cake with chocolate icing. Mm-hmm. Devil's food cake is too rich. It's too much. Devil's food cake, again, here's, here's a hot take. It's bad. Devil's food cake is bad. It's too much. It's too much. But if you get some chocolate frosting on some vanilla cake, that's delicious. If you get some white frosting on some chocolate cake, that's delicious. Mix it up. They they nailed it with the cupcake. With the hostess cupcake. So... Long story short, these chocolate Christmas tree cakes are good, but they could be better. I'm not going to slap them out of anybody's hand, because, you know, we're like, look, in every sense of the word, Matt, you and me are just two vanilla boys. <laughs> <laughs> just two standard issue people who talk into a microphone to each other. Two proponents of the flavor of vanilla. Unsurprising to anyone. Uh, but, you know, I'm not here to, to cake shame anyone. If you like the chocolate Christmas tree cakes, more power to you. It's just not as objectively good as the vanilla Christmas tree cake. Our last go here, Chris. Mm-hmm. What we're trying brand new this year. Although, I, I don't know. They may have been around before this year. I, I don't remember seeing them, but I only buy the vanilla ones usually. But I feel like with my love of novelty foods... Uh, by the way, Aiden came home yesterday from Trader Joe's with a tin of Jingle Jangle. Uh-huh. Which is the name of Trader Joe's holiday chocolate snack mix. That sounds delicious and delightful. Yeah. Which she, we also, not coincidentally, started catching up on season three of Riverdale while we were eating Jingle Jangle last night. What I'm saying is we like novelty Christmas foods. I love them. It's my favorite time of year. I feel like I would have bought these before. These are the Holiday Spice Christmas tree cakes. Matt, what are the Holiday Spices? The Holiday Spices are cinnamon. Mm-hmm. Undoubtedly a Holiday Spice. The Probably, I would say maybe the second most Holiday Spice. After? You'll get to it. We're getting there? Cloves, which I'm a little dubious about. Wouldn't, wouldn't peg those as a Holiday Spice, but okay, I'm riding on this train with you. Cloves just make me think of clove cigarettes. Which are not a holiday thing. They're a certain type of person thing. And nutmeg. Which I assume you do deem as the most holiday of spices. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nutmeg. It's, it is a spice that might as well not exist outside of Christmas time. I know a lot of people who love to put nutmeg in pumpkin and sweet potato pies. Mm-hmm. But I don't. When I make a sweet potato pie, no nutmeg. Really? That's right. Now, nutmeg is in pumpkin spice, correct? It typically is, yes. And it's it's in apple pie spice, I believe. That seems right, yeah. Because uh, I have been, I have a, uh, I have a little pot of uh, Penzi's apple pie spice laying around. You know what I've been doing to that bad boy? Dropping that shit and some brown sugar into some oatmeal and starting my day off with a taste treat. That sounds ta- very tasty. Yeah. Okay, so to the cakes. First of all, let's talk to about the cakes. The, to the cakes. First of all, let's talk about the appearance of this cake. Much like the vanilla Christmas tree cakes, these are white. Uh-huh. There is no added frosting coloration. There is no added frosting coloration. There is an added drizzle of white frosting, white on white. Yeah, there is no there are no stripes like on no the stripes. other tr- cakes. This is like, like you said, like a drizzling. It mm-hmm. looks like this is a evergreen tree that has been absolutely covered in a snor- snowstorm. Uh huh. Except that it has a little bit of those orange and golden crystallized sugar sprinkles, which make it look very fall or very southern Christmas. Yeah, it's it's not red and green. It's red and gold. 
or a deep dark orange and gold, which is is not particularly Christmassy. I think these are supposed to be a representation of the spices. These are colors that make you think of cinnamon and nutmeg, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is an interesting choice. Uh, of the three, I I want to say this is the least aesthetically pleasing to me. Really? Yeah. I think for me, this is almost as aesthetically pleasing as the original. It does. It just doesn't say Christmas. <sighs> it. Well, you're you're not wrong. I feel like it says Christmas. With, because I currently have it on my desk next to the vanilla Christmas tree cake that I dropped for the sound experiment. Sure. Uh, so to me, these two complement each other. It does admittedly look very fall, but we are we are in November as we record this. So this feels like the transitional Christmas tree cake from the time of pumpkin pie to the time of Christmas. It's our bridge from, it's a thanks- bridge. from Thanksgiving to Christmas. But I because doing the white on white frosting makes this look like such a modern take on the classic design. It is classy. Yeah, it's classy. Okay, let's uh, let's give this a try. All right, we're doing this. No, at this point in the show, we have eaten quite a bit of these cakes, and I do not I do not leave a piece of cake behind. So I'm a little full. I just had lunch too. All right, here we go. Here's the deal. I get cinnamon mm-hmm. and nothing else. I don't know. I got I can I can taste the nutmeg in here. It's a strong cinnamon. It's a strong cinnamon. It's a strong cinnamon, but I can there's that that nutmeg's in here. Here's the thing though. Mm-hmm. Your boy loves cinnamon. Mm-hmm. It's good. I feel like the cake is like drier though. Do you get the that? The cake is dry. The cake is dry. That's not you. Compared to the vanilla cake, this is like crumblier, drier. Mm-hmm. Definitely a drier cake. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna tell you two things. Okay. I like this cake. I like it a lot. <coughs> a little dry, but I like it a lot. Second thing, does not taste like Christmas. Tastes like fall. Tastes like fall. Tastes like fall. This, they could they could almost market this as a pumpkin spice cake instead of a holiday spice cake. And I would be kind of surprised if they didn't do that and we missed it. It's possible. I, what do you think would constitute a holiday spice cake, though? I don't know. I don't know what the difference is. I'm just telling you, this hits my taste buds and it tastes like fall, not Christmas. I feel like the thing that would better represent Christmas would be some kind of peppermint cake. I have no idea how you do that. I don't. I, would, I don't think I'd like that either. I'm, well, we'll we've, we talked about how we're not mint guys, but yeah, I think you're right. It's more fall than Christmas. Also, I hate to say this, of the three cakes. This is number three. I would abs- I, I would absolutely dispute that. You think it's better than the chocolate? I think it's better than the chocolate. The chocolate, for me, it's a texture thing. The dryness the, is getting to me. The dryness of the cake is a downside. But I could eat this and not be overwhelmed. Because it, the cinnamon's good, but it's not overwhelming. I can taste the nutmeg in there. And the vanilla filling and the frosting... Cut that cinnamon in a very it, pleasant way. It does help that the frosting outside and inside is vanilla. That is absolutely true. Mm-hmm. Far, far and away, the the least of the three cakes is chocolate for me. I, I feel like the sponginess and I hate to use this word, but I'm going to use it. Moistness mm-hmm. of the chocolate cake, the mouthfeel, the mouthfeel. Puts it ahead for me. That is, I, I, I'm not saying I despise it's the a chocolate del- cake. It's a deliciously soft cake. I would never, I would never pick, I would never choose to eat the chocolate Christmas tree cake. Never. If there were other options available. 
All right, Chris, no. it's 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 time to rank. Let's start with what I think is probably going to go the lowest. Okay. That is the brownie. Yeah, this little dangle roof shingle is not my fave. It's not your fave, but it's not bad, right? I mean, it's a little bit bad. Here's I would what say I, it's a little bit bad. Here's what I know it's better than. Okay. Which is Brew Frappuccino. Yes. The further away I get from which is Brew Frappuccino, the more I hated it. Mm, that's not that's not surprising. Uh it made me feel bad. Here's here's the th- we're going to get into this in a minute when we talk about the the holiday spice cake. I will like October November, that's PSL time, baby. That is PSL. Soon as Thanksgiving's over, caramel brulee latte for your boy. Had one today, because one of the stores I went to had a Starbucks inside it. So, uh, would never go back to the Witch's Brew. Yeah. No, thank you. So, we're talking about... I I mean, I think it might go... I think it might go right above the Witch's Blue, because the the chocolate mint Tim Tams were a little toothpastey. But if you want to talk about texture and mouthfeel, that brownie is... Again, I, I need to find somebody to give these to. We we talked about how the Chalk Mint Tim Tams did a good job of not overpowering with mint. Uh-huh. And I think that's an accomplishment. The problem with the Christmas tree brownies is that they're uh yeah, Christmas tree brownies. It's it's just not it's not what you want. No, it's it's not what you want and as much as I said I would never choose them over other options, the superior version of this is available. <laughs> Yeah, the superior version of this is the Christmas tree cake, the chocolate one, because that tastes like a brownie. All right, so let's let's put the Christmas tree brownie right under chocolate mint Tim Tams. Almost wrote Christmas tree brownie. Thank the Lord that you did not. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and make an executive decision here. Mm-hmm. The holiday spice and chocolate Christmas tree cakes. Mm-hmm. Should go one right after the other on the list, and we should flip a coin to decide which one goes on top because we definitely disagree about which one we like more. That is so utterly shocking to me, Matt. Because I like I wouldn't even put them right next to each other, and I don't think you would either. But I think that's the only way we can do this. This is the this is the only thing we can do because you like the holiday spice more. I like the chocolate more. All right, let's let's settle that there's, first. There's nothing we can do. Let's settle that first. You want odds or evens? I got a I got a d6 here. Uh, give me odds. Damn it! You always win when we do this. It was a five. On okay. The die. So chocolate's going above holiday spice. Unfucking believable. Where on the list do they go? Uh, you know where I'm looking. Is right between. 1893 from the makers of Pepsi and the Wild Bill Soda Company's offerings, which were very tasty, but not cost-effective. I think that might be a little high. Okay. Do you think these go below popcorn, which is kind of the dividing line? I think they go below popcorn. I think they go... I My question is, do they go above or below Thin Mints? Hmm... Hmm. I mean, I would rather have a holiday spice than a thin mint. I would rather have a ch- I, one of these chocolate cakes than a th- thin mint. My, I think Camote Frito. I'm trying to remember what that was. Yeah, that's the problem with these. Is we often forget these unfamiliar snacks. I remember salted caramel and vanilla Tim Tams, which are very good. Hmm. And a nice combination of flavors. I think these probably go below those Tim those Tim Tams. Okay, okay. I think you're right. I think you're right. Let me look up Camote Frito, because I do not remember what it is. I'm getting a lot of, like, recipes for Camote Frito. Oh, they were, that's what they were. They were sweet potato chips. Oh, okay. And they tasted very nice. Uh, But I think these go above that. Okay. So between salted caramel and vanilla Tim Tams and Camote Frito go Lil Debbie chocolate Christmas tree cakes... 
and Lil Debbie, Debbie Christmas Spice. Holiday Spice. Holiday Spice Christmas Tree Cakes. It's so weird that they're Holiday Spice Christmas Tree Cakes. I think it's so that you don't repeat Christmas in the name. Give me more Christmas. Alright, where are we gonna put the where are we gonna put the king? The vanilla Christmas tree cake. Uh-huh. Our current top of the list is Dollywood cinnamon bread. Mm-hmm. I would definitely eat my weight in cinnamon bread. There is a warmth to it, is the yes. thing. It's so buttery. So buttery. Ugh. This might go right below Dollywood cinnamon bread, though. I Okay, my mom recently came up for Thanksgiving. Yeah. And one of the things she asked me was, do you want me to bring you up anything from Cincinnati? And I said, bring me some Grippo's barbecue chips. She decided to bring me four bags of them. Mm -hmm. Like two half-pound double packs. So, Matt, I got a half-pound of Grippo's for you if you want to make the drive. Okay. What I'm saying is, I think I would rather eat Grippo's barbecue, which I did have immediately before we started recording, so it's fresh in my mind, than these Christmas tree cakes. Because... I am more of a savory guy than a sweet guy. As you here's know. here's my counter argument. Mm-hmm. When we were leaving Columbus, uh huh, we stopped at a gas station because we were thinking, "Hey, maybe they'll have some Grippos that we can get before we get out of mm-hmm. town." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we did. We bought a couple bags of Grippos. Those particular Grippos, not as good. In fact, kind of not great. Like, weirdly smoky in flavor. So what we discovered was, one, I guess you got to buy Grippos in Cincinnati. Two, they are wildly divergent in terms of quality, depending on the bag you buy. Therefore, I am fine with having Grippos barbecue represented here, at its best, but we I have since had Grippos at their worst. These Christmas tree cakes, you buy these Christmas tree cakes, you know what you're getting. There is a remarkable consistency to these mass-produced little nuggets of joy. Yes. But here's the thing. We have not had enough Grippos to know whether... That one bag was the anomaly, or if it's just a crapshoot. I feel Whereas, like it's. I have had the number of Christmas tree cakes I have had is in the high dozens. Yeah. I feel like I'm convinced that Grippo's is absolutely a crapshoot. Like maybe if you buy them specifically at Jungle Gems, they're always good. Mm-hmm. I don't know why the Grippo's we bought at that gas station were not good, but they weren't. That's that's my argument. I mean, you're not wrong. Like, the spirit of Christmas did move me. So, okay, so above or below Caramel Delights. You think these go right under Dollywood cinnamon bread? I don't know. Caramel Delights are great. Caramel Delights are pretty effing good. I'm not going to swear about it because they are made by children, as far as I know. I'm going to leave that up to you, Chris. I, I made my, my strong case about Grippo's Barbecue. I'm going to leave the Caramel Delights decision up to you. It's Christmas time. I don't think we do this and not do it, you know? Let's do it. All right. Number two on the list. Little Debbie Vanilla Classic Christmas Tree Cakes. The number two snack on our list. Look, what other snack has led me to cut a promo on this show? That's true. I, I I mean I kind of do feel like you've done it before. <laughs> the, the harder I think about it, the more I feel like you've definitely done it before. But <laughs> nothing's. Ever, I don't feel like anything's ever going to top uh, Dollywood cinnamon bread because I have never had another snack that I was like I could eat this until I died from it. That is fair. We'll we'll have to see. I mean, maybe we'll get there someday. Yeah. Sorry, Ruffles. 
Yeah, sorry, Ruffles. Ruffles ain't gonna do it. Cheddar and sour cream. You're good, but you're not that good. Here's the one thing that I think could have the chance of dethroning Dollywood cinnamon bread. Hit me. McDonald's French fries. McDonald's French fries are great. I would not. But they are a bigger crapshoot than Grippos. If you got me McDonald's French fries from 1987, then we'll talk. The ones that are actually fried in the beef tallow. <laughs> Not the ones that are fried in vegetable oil and then sprayed with perfume so they taste like they were fried in beef tallow. Dog, there is a there's a McDonald's that just recently got remodeled by yeah. uh, by where I live. And so they're running like promos for an indefinite amount of time. And a lot of them are like uh, you know, like free apple pie with your value meal on Tuesdays or whatever. Dog Wednesdays, if you buy fries, you can get that fries refilled all day. That's good. That's good. That That is a I would eat this until I died situation, which would be very fast. If that promo was, hey, we also make the fries using the old recipe. <laughs> I think you might be romanticizing those 1985 fries because you were four years old. I am not. I am not. People have gone back and made the McDonald's recipe beef tallow fries and said there is a notable, remarkable difference between those beef tallow fries and current vegetable oil McDonald's french fries. I'm just saying, if you get a fresh ass, like if you get it right, like right at the right time, there's such a small window, but if you get that fresh ass fries, then it's it, it could do it. But again, total crapshoot. That's all we have time for today, Matt. That is all we have time for. I'm saying go back, figure out a way to eat some McDonald's fries from 1989, and your whole life will change. Matt, are you ready to announce our next podcast project, which is Time Snackers? (laughs) (laughs) We'll be back in December with more Little Debbie Cakes to try. So stay tuned for that. Then Snack Situation will continue in 2019. Uh, if you'd like to support Snack Situation, head over to patreon.com slash Ajax and kick in a little bit of money to make sure that this show and all the other stuff we do keeps going. See you next time with some Little Debbies, everybody. Merry Christmas, everybody, and stay hungry. This has been a Kaleidos Media production. Hi, welcome to this Subway ad for the new Chibata collection. How do you want it? Ooh, I'll take the slam poetry. Sure. <clears throat> Italian ciabatta with fresh mozzarella. When hunger reigns, you're my flavor umbrella. Tasty garlic steak and provolone. With you, my taste buds are never alone. Savory chicken pesto. You have my affection, for you complete the ciabatta collection. Thank you. Get them before they're gone at Subway. Limited time only at participating restaurants. With Dunkin' Go-To's, you can get a great deal on two of your favorites. Like two egg and cheese wraps for $2, two bagels with cream cheese spread for $4, and two bacon, egg, and cheese croissants for $5. In my opinion, it's a deal that's pretty tough to beat. That's just if you want my go-to sense. If you don't want my go-to sense, it's go-to-late. Dunkin' Go-To's, a great deal for 2 4 or $5. America runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply.